Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to The Recovery radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Websites recoveryradiokmp3.com. To get the books, go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, I am so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are. You and me, and I am glad for that. I am grateful. I have no desire to drink today, and I do have my libation right here with me, my celebratory beverage, which is a piping hot cup of coffee. Today, I want to talk about what the big book says about fear and my experience with fear and how it does not run my life anymore. How I have, um, you know, fears crop up here and there, but they don't dominate my life. They don't guide me. They don't, I don't make decisions based on them that I'm aware of. I don't live where I live because of fear. I'm not with the, person I'm with out of fear. I don't work where I work because of fear. I'm not being dominated by fear at all. I'm not afraid of like someone's opinion of me. I'm not afraid. What the big book describes has been my experience. And I'm going to tell you why. I believe that to be true, and I'm going to talk about what the big book says about fear. And I say this because it's usually what I hear about is fear. Except it's disguised as appropriate concerns. What's going on with you? Well, uh, 99.9% of the time, what's going on with somebody in the Tons of conversations that I have daily is some kind of a fear. So I'm just going to share my experience with this and why I am where I'm at today. So the big book actually doesn't say a ton about fear. They beg us to be fearless from the very start. They beg us to be as fearless as we possibly can with this process, with the 12 steps 
they, with all the earnestness at our command, which is all the seriousness we can humanly muster, we're literally begging you to be fearless from the very beginning. <clears throat> and then I'm going to jump up to page 68 when it talks about fear being a manifestation of self. says we have fears because self-reliance has failed us. That's why we have fears. Goes on to say self-reliance is good as far as it goes, but it doesn't go far enough and it certainly does not fully solve the fear problem. And then it goes down. Last full paragraph. Last couple sentences. We ask God to remove our fear and direct our attention to what he would have us be. At once, we commence to outgrow fear. And that's not something we do once. This is explaining a course of action. So on a go-forward basis. When fears crop up, I ask God to remove it and direct my attention to what he would have me be, which is not afraid. Can you imagine if it said, talk about them, dwell on them, focus on them, rehearse them with people and yourself, discuss them endlessly. No. We ask God to remove our fear immediately and direct our attention to what he would have us be. Then I'll move up to page 75. Second full paragraph. Right after we've done the fifth step, our fears fall from us. Then I'll jump ahead. To page 84, step 10. And it talks about in the promises. Before that, fear of people will leave us. That covers a lot. For painstaking about our amends, we'll lose our fear of people. We'll lose our fear of being economically insecure. Not, we won't be economically insecure because we'll become workaholics and we'll work constantly and we'll make sure we're not economically insecure. That's being a fear of, that's having a fear of economic insecurity. I know from my own experience. Saying we'll lose our fear of that. Are these extravagant promises? They're being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly, but they will always materialize if we work for them. Next paragraph in step 10. The next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness. We've entered the world of the spirit. 
This will continue for our lifetime. Continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. When these crop up, we go over them for hours with people, talk about them endlessly. No. When these crop up, we ask God at once to remove them. We discuss them with someone immediately and make amends quickly. If we have harmed anyone, then we resolutely turn our thoughts to someone we can help. Concerning our attitude toward alcohol. Page 85, bottom of the first paragraph. Concerning our attitude towards alcohol. We are not, we are neither cocky nor are we afraid. I'm not afraid. goes on step 11 page 86 were we afraid that's one of the questions we ask when we retire at night if we get confused or uncertain we relax and take it easy we don't struggle we ask God for direction and inspiration intuitive thought decision As we go through the day, we pause when agitated or doubtful and ask for the right thought or action. If we do this, we're in much less danger of excitement, fear, anger, worry, self-pity, foolish decisions. I'm, I'm remembering another one I, I, I skipped over in the amends part. When it talks about um, some of us owe money, it says we we must lose our page seventy eight, second to last, oh, last full paragraph, last sentence. We must lose our fear of creditors, no matter how far we have to go, for we're liable to drink if we're afraid to face them. I mean, that's, I mean, there's a little more, but that's, in essence, that's what the book says about fear. It's not, like, study them, think about them, talk about them, rehearse them, go over them with people, share about them. And I say rehearse them because, you know, anytime I share used to share about my fears a lot and I would just share, you know, about them over and over again, but I really wasn't doing any of the things that are in the book concerning them. And in a way I was just rehearsing them. I was just rehearsing them, strengthening them really. My experience is that when I talk about my fears, I strengthen them. So the way it is for me today is 
when I notice that I'm in fear, I pivot. I, I don't try not to think about it. I don't think about it. Think about how wrong it is. I literally pivot. I think of something else. I turn my attention to something. I turn my attention to thoughts of God. That's it. That's it. Sounds simple. Because it is. It's simple. I'm not saying it's, you know, something I was able to do instantly. It's taken years of practice, but that's, I don't, I don't trust selfish thoughts. Fear is a selfish thought. I don't trust it. So I just don't pay it any mind. I ask God to remove it instantly. And I direct my attention to something else. That's it. I mean, that's it. If I were playing a video game, it's like, as soon as I saw, I don't play video games, by the way, but if I were, if I saw a self-centered thought, or if I saw me having a fearful thought, I would just shoot it. Actually, I don't even do that. I just pivot. I just turn my attention to something else. So, as a result of that, today, I go into the day with serenity. Not expecting anything from today. The only thing I expect is if I'm, if I ever come from self-centeredness, I have some misery coming. That's a realistic expectation I have. <laughs> if I go out into the day in a taking state of mind, I have pain coming. But I'm not afraid of the day right now. I am. My job is to. Try to live a life that was worth saving. So hopefully that helps somebody. Send me an email, sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Send me a message on Instagram. Got some amazing messages on Instagram this week. Really appreciate them. I don't know if you hear people like say things like that, you know, email me. It means a lot or whatever, but I really do feel it in my heart when you reach out. It motivates me to continue doing this. 
And <clears throat> if you haven't already ready, checked out the books, check out the books, Sarcastic Big Book, Sarcastic Daily Meditations, working on a couple more that are almost done. Go to my website, recoveryradiokmp3.com. All right. If this is helping you, tell somebody about it. Pass it on. All right. That's it. I have a some contracts I have to sign for a big modeling shoot I have this weekend. It's um, it's a company called Manana. It's like banana except it's man, Manana. And it's like a it's like um, shapewear. Waiter, waiter. Yep, just the one coffee. Will you please get me out of here quickly. I borrow your Stetson, sir? Yeah. I'm just going to put that over my face as I am whisked out of here after that joke. All right. If anybody needs to hear it, I'll say everything is okay. <laughs> and have an amazing rest of your whatever. And I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that's worth saving.